91.3 KXCI Tucson. Real people, real radio. Hello, Tucson, and thanks for joining us today. This is Kathy Harris with my co-host, Aspen Green, and we're bringing you Broad Perspectives Radio, a program by women, about women, but for everyone. Well, you know, we're still coming down from the amazing Tucson Folk Festival from last weekend. It's something we work on all year, and no matter what happens, it's always a great success. How could it not be with so much great music in two and a half days? I know. It always seems like the current year is the best year. Yes. But I tell you, we had great weather, a great turnout, and every stage was packed with people and great music. And we made some changes that worked really well, and I'm still reeling from the weekend. Yeah, me too. And I agree. I always say it's the best, and I think this one was the best. But today, we have our favorite wild women here to talk about their music. Diane Van Dersen and Lisa Ote. Yes, they are back in town for a while. and They're going to be playing around town for the next month or so. Aspen, tell us about our guests who are no strangers to Tucson. No, they're not. And they're international touring artists, Diane Van Dersen and Lisa Ote. And they're a dynamic duo, a perfect blend of hot jazz, sultry blues, and boogie-woogie. They take their act to festivals, clubs, and theaters around the world and are known for creating an atmosphere of intimacy with their humor and joyful interactions with the audience. And I can tell you that firsthand. That is the truth. Diane and Lisa have been inducted into the Arizona Blues Hall of Fame. Lisa has also been inducted into the Tucson Music Hall of Fame and appeared on the Grammy-nominated CD, Ladies' Man, with Pine Top Perkins. Diane and Lisa have co-produced several CDs on their label, Owl's Nest Productions, including Diane's I Never Knew, Lisa's Trio, and Bring Your Own Boa for Lisa and the Desert Divas, and Diane and Lisa's duo CDs, You Got What I Want, Wild Woman, and their Christmas hit, Meet Me Under the Mistletoe. Welcome back to our show. We're so happy to have you today. Thank you. Oh, it's so happy to be here. It's wonderful to be with you both. Yeah, and that you're coming back to Tucson for a while. When will you be arriving? <laughs> well, we leave Monday, the April 10th. And then we drive for a thousand miles. Then Tuesday we drive for eight hundred. We'll be there on Tuesday, the eleventh, at about midnight. <laughs> Ready to party, right? Ready to party. That's right. <laughs> I just want to know: Are you jealous that we got inches of snow in Tucson oh, yeah. this year? It was it snowed yes. like three times in Tucson this season? Didn't it, it did. And we had very little snow only on the week of Christmas. We had 14 inches in one day and <laughs> and then little smatterings every now and then. It was fun shoveling our way out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> you moved away in April of 2021 during the pandemic to your small lakeside town in Michigan. Have you been able to find a supportive music community there? St. Joe is, it's a very small community, but there's a lot of communities around St. Joe. And we're singing at wineries and the casino. And then we also sing at some restaurants here around the St. Joe area. We go into Indiana a lot, which is another time switch sometimes. And that's very, it's very difficult to figure out when we're going and when we leave. <laughs> you know, it's so nice because the last time we spoke to you, I don't think you were out playing live yet. 
it must feel really good to be able to come back into the music world and see people's faces, have your audience in the same room as you. Definitely. We went from like 150, 200 gigs a year to zero, right? And then, but last year we got back up to about 75 and that was pretty amazing. And so we feel really grateful that things are sort of fast forwarding a bit because we knew it would take about five years to get established in a new place. Mm-hmm. And we're just, people are really warm. <laughs> it's like that Tucson energy came with us because it's really been beautiful to see the people come out and, and make an effort. We know what it takes to make an effort to go out. So we're always grateful <laughs> that people do that, right? The whole county here is the population of the size of Tucson. And so there's about 30 towns that all have little concerts in the park or a little brewery, winery, restaurants. So. A lot of wineries. Yeah, we feel we feel like there's a potential, you know, we have for, for more opportunity. Do you guys mind introducing your snoring dog? Oh. <laughs> this is Bessie Smith. This is Bessie Smith. She's named after the great blues singer. Yeah. She's, she's a great diva. A very much a part of the show. Yes. <laughs> she's coming with us. She's the navigator in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Will she be in front of the microphone to also lend sound effects? <laughs> she wishes she could be Kathy. <laughs> so when we were doing our living room concerts, remember those on Facebook? Bessie always made sure that she got on camera. She made an entrance. <laughs> you know, I've known you for years and years, but I don't think I know how you guys met and when you first started singing together, how that came about. We met at the church we were singing at, St. Francis in the Foothills. Uh-huh. Well, it was five years before we got together Yeah, that we were singing together at church. And so we were great friends. When we found ourselves single, we said, <laughs> hey, I would like to date someone like you. Well, so would I. Well, why don't we? <laughs> and so, ta-da! Ta-da! so it's been wonderful. And then we always sang together at church, but we used to sing obviously separately. And so it was a lot of fun trying to figure out, you know, what do we want to do? I loved how Diane sings those sexy blues songs. You know, she can twist a double entendre like nobody's business. <laughs> and she also turned me on to a lot of different kinds of music that I've always heard but never performed. And it's it's really wonderful to be able to work with a person that you really love and you care for because I just feel that our love gets sent out to the crowd. It's just such a wonderful feeling. It's after a concert or a gig, you're not even tired. You're, you feel so wonderful because you've just been spending all this time doing something that you absolutely love doing with a person you absolutely love. So has your music changed since you became a duo than what you were doing as solo artists? Well, I think when I started out, I was doing more musical theater, little bars, Shakey's Pizza, you know, that kind of stuff. And what's been so nice is the harmonies that we do and just opening it up for more genres and just the traveling that we've done, that's really opened up a lot of really looking into the blues and really looking into like Harm van Slane, our bass player in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, they really love blues genre and American music. And they know what the person ate that morning before they did their recordings. I mean, they know so much about blues music. And that really turned me on to, you know, Big Mama Thornton and Memphis Mimney and those older blues styles that I really love. And I also found that just like when we started out individually, the audience really lets you know what they enjoy and what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. And then when we started working together, that even opened up the door. More people wanted to hear 
how we would sing a song from heart or Janis Joplin or different, more modern singers. Cause I was all deeply entrenched in the early blues, early jazz. Our favorite thing is when people sing along with us. Mm -hmm. So whatever that takes, if it's Sweet Caroline, we'll do it, you know? <laughs> well, what do you do of Janis Joplin? Well, we've done Peace of My Heart. Peace We're going to do that at the Diva show and Bobby McGee. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's true. So what band or artist changed your life and how? This one right here. <laughs> I don't think there's any one band or artist. I, living in Tucson, really, it was amazing. There's so many wonderful musicians there. And just playing with all of them, especially the Desert Divas, I mean, you've got Mitzi, you've got Heather, you've got Carla, you know, you've got Liz McMahon, you've got Regina, and it's Steve Grahams and Danny Krieger. We've right. learned so much from them. And then going to Europe and touring all over Europe and Australia, we've learned so much from the musicians that we've worked with there. So there's not one, I guess. And we also have to always acknowledge that the, the key ingredient is the audience. Yeah because it's the audience that brings that beautiful energy and support and getting to be on a show like this, having an incredibly supportive radio station like KXCI, having people willing to write an article in the paper. Without all of that, then we don't get to do what we love to do. And you guys specifically are excellent about engaging your audience. That's one thing I always felt like when I came to one of your shows, I felt like I was part of the show. There are some artists that get on stage and never look at their audience. And I always feel like that's a big piece of the performance is the energy that goes back and forth from the artist to the audience. You're just the best at that. You always make everybody feel so welcome and so important. It's, it's a whole different experience coming to your shows. But we have some songs to play today, and I want to make sure we get those in. So what is the first song that we're going to play of theirs, Kathy? Well, I'm very excited. They are going to play Hallelujah, I Just Love Her So. And I'm wondering, do you want to say something about this song, why you did it, anything at all? We just love Ray Charles. Oh. And when we recorded that CD, You Got What I Want, That's What This Is On, people just let us know what their favorite songs were right. of ours that we sang, and that right. was one of them. That whole CD is requests from people that we know saying, oh, you have to record this one, this one, this one. That's what that whole CD is about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that's great to know. It was written by Ray Charles, and he released it back in 1956. I was only nine years old. I can't believe it because I remember it so well. You know, I thought it was interesting. The Beatles also recorded this song in the early 60s when they were the Quarry Men. Oh, wow. Or, or they released it as the Quarry Men. But anyway, so let's give a listen to Diane and Lisa's version of Hallelujah, I Just Love Her So uh, from their album, You Got What I Want. about a girl I know She's my baby and she lives next door Every morning for the sun come up She brings me coffee in my favorite cup That's why I know, yes I know Hallelujah, I just love her so When I'm in trouble and I have no friends I know she'll go with me until the end 
Everybody asks me how I know I smile at them and say she told me so That's how I know, yes I know I Hallelujah, I just love her so Now when I call her on the telephone And I tell her that I'm all alone By the time I count from one to four I hear her knocking on my in the evening when the sun goes down And there's nobody else around She kisses me and holds me tight And tells me, baby, everything's all right That's how I know, yes I know ah, Hallelujah, I just love her so And I tell her that I'm all alone By the time I come from one to four I hear her knocking on my door In the evening when the sun goes down And there's nobody else around She kisses me and holds me tight And tells me, baby, everything's all right That's how I know, yes I know ah, Hallelujah, I just love her so That's how I know, yes I know Hallelujah, I just love her so KXCI Tucson, and we're returning to our conversation with Diane Van Dersen and Lisa Ote. I'm so excited that you'll be performing in the Century Room on Sunday, April 23rd. It's such a great addition to our music venues. And we just love it because it reminds me about the old jazz clubs in Europe, especially in Paris and Lucerne, and with the velvet curtains and the tufted seats and the little cabaret tables. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful place and a beautiful place to listen to music and to perform. We really like it. We felt so fancy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it does feel fancy. And I feel like people pay attention there. Who does all your booking? I was curious. Do you do that by yourselves? Oh, you're pointing to each other. (laughs) It's a nonstop 24 hour day job. As you all know, yeah. I mean, it's, you send out a hundred requests to play somewhere and you might get one booking out of that. But we found the difference here. Is... We get the nicest rejection letters here. <laughs> we do. In Tucson, we found that people weren't interested who just didn't hear back. But yeah. here they're like, thank you so much for getting in touch. We so appreciate that you want to play here. We're so sorry that we don't have any openings right now, but, but we'll keep you informed. Good luck to you. <laughs> Well, you know, that's kind of (laughs) cool. A nice rejection letter. (laughs) So let's chat a little bit about the epic reunion of the Desert Divas. Yeah, I know you're going to be playing with them when you're here. Tell us where that's going to be. And is it the same Divas or is there any change? Yeah, it's the same Divas. What's so wonderful, we'll be playing Monday, the April 24th at the Gaslight Theater, and we're sold out there. Right. And then April 30th at the Gaslight Music Hall in Oro Valley. 
And what's wonderful, we have two friends coming from Michigan to hear the divas because we've talked so much about them. And we just love playing with these women. Obviously, you know all of them. Yes. You know, Mitzi and Carla and Heather and and Liz and Regina, and then the boys, of course, Chip and Steve. <laughs> Everyone is so different. And what we love about the divas is they all bring all that uniqueness and power. We have so much fun together and we just really enjoy singing with them. Everyone in the divas can do their own solo sellout oh, show. Definitely. Right? They're all yeah. incredible artists. It's such a fun show. But did you say you were sold out? For the 24th. The Gaslight Theater. Okay. But the Music Hall the still, music has, hall some still has some tables. Oh, fantastic. I founded the group in 2020 to showcase all these powerful women because we, we would often find, I think you all have seen this too, it's not true at the folk festival, but at a lot of festivals, you have one woman or <laughs> one piano player. And if it's the same person, then check. What we love is all these incredible women with powerful voices, like you said, who can all carry their own show and have us all on stage together. It's been 20 years of just amazing music. And the best part is watching you guys because you are just having the greatest time on stage. We have it's, so it, much fun. This year, obviously, we want to dedicate it to Anna War. And uh, we weren't able to be there for her concerts, you know, that everybody dedicated to Anna. She was one of the originals. She was one of the originals. Yeah. I mean, oh. she was one of the originals. Anna would come out when we toured in Europe once she lost her luggage. She had a dress that was this big. It was in a little purse. Diane's holding her, her, her hands about oh, six inches square. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> forgot this was a radio show. <laughs> and we thought, how in the world? You know, Anna was this beautiful Amazon woman. I mean, just gorgeous. And we thought, how are you going to fit into that? And she, mm -hmm. she would always say, honey, you just watch. And she would pull that thing. She had Anna's coming out all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and her shoes didn't come in once. And she walked out on the stage barefoot with all this bling on her feet. And of course, she just, just being Anna, we just miss her and love her so much. Yeah, she was so amazing. She certainly is missed by everybody. Do I hear your dog snoring? <laughs> We're trying, to, we're trying to muzzle her all the time. Do not muzzle her. That would not be okay. <laughs> so we want to get another song in. What's the next song we're going to do, Kathy? Well, next we're going to do Get Ready, a song written by Smokey Robinson. And it's on the Desert Divas album, BYOB, the Desert Divas album. Would you like to say anything about why you recorded this song? Well, get ready for a good time, right? <laughs> of course. A lot of times when women groups perform, they perform songs written or performed mostly by women. You know, you'll go to hear, see a diva show, the divas do the divas, that kind of thing. But our desert divas have always just wanted to do whatever song makes us feel good. So that's a really cool thing about us is that we'll do songs by Smokey Robinson. We'll do a whole variety of things, Stevie Wonder, as well as Aretha Franklin and Etta James. So you're just always in for a really good time. And one thing we'd love to say about this recording, which we did at Jim Brady Recording Studio, is that when Jim did our sound check, and then all of a sudden, because we wanted to sing all together, right? So we're in a circle around the microphone. It's, it's a live recording. So all of these divas are in Jim's studio. And we're like, check, one, two. Check, one, check, two, really. Two. And then we start playing and everybody's singing full volume. And poor Jim he's Brady run, is running. Back and forth. On this. 
Soundboard. Wait, trying to adjust the. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love Jim. I'm sure he yeah. had a great time doing that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> well, those are all great reasons to record this, mostly because you have a good time. So let's listen to Get Ready by the Desert Divas from their album, BYOB Desert Divas album. such a fun song to listen to. And so we are again returning to our conversation with Diane Van Dersen and Lisa Ote. So what kind of music would you like to perform that you haven't already? I don't think there's anything we haven't performed. We ask for songs from the audience a lot of time. And sometimes they're country songs, they're Prince, there's Katy Perry, there's all of these different genres of music. And other than opera, I don't think there's, there's any other genre that we haven't really sung. Yeah. So it, it's just 
we're really not happy unless the audience is singing along. Right, right. So they don't realize when they come to our shows that there's actually an expectation and an emotional, like we're gonna be up, we're gonna be sad if we can't get the audience to sing along. They, so, signed, they so signed a waiver we, coming in. We let them know <laughs> that they signed an invisible waiver coming in, that they, yes, they will sing. And, and do, so, do they have a practice room before they enter? No, no. <laughs> but it's always fun to see the looks on people's faces when they think I'm just coming in for dinner and have some music in the background. And all of a sudden they realize, oh, we're part of the show. <laughs> and so, so, and then to see them loosen up and have fun and just start singing and, it's so wonderful to see that. <laughs> so that's what makes us happy. And depending on where we're playing, people like different kinds of music, whether it's jazz or or now there's a yacht rock. We didn't a know this rock. was a thing. And uh, now a coastal cowgirl. Coastal that's a, cowgirl. That's a new thing. Especially here since we're all lakefront. <laughs> Everybody has this kind of beachy vibe and, and they all want some cool 70s rock music. It's like, all right, whatever you want. We'll do that. <laughs> we're willing to do anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So you have been fortunate to have traveled the world, performing in Switzerland, France, Germany, Belgium, Spain, as you mentioned, the Netherlands, Mexico and Canada and Australia. Are you going to tour again? Are you going to do a world tour again? Well, it's difficult now to do it because for several reasons. First of all, the cost of traveling is so much more expensive and the gigs oftentimes are paying less. I mean, when we went to Australia, uh, it was $2,500 for one of our airplane tickets. So it was $5,000. And the, the main gig we did was $2,000. It was a, a, which is great for a gig. It was a blues festival in Australia, but the pay isn't there. And plus it's just a different time when COVID hit, you know, there was no travel and now even musicians in Europe are having a hard time getting gigs yeah. uh, because it's slowly coming back. A lot of them are moving to the United States. And uh, so, yeah, it's, we would love to, it's just um, more difficult. Even before the pandemic, what was it like 2010, 2011? 2011, we noticed yeah. The economy in Europe was really struggling and a lot of festivals that were sponsored by, by the governments, you know, the government had to pull their funding. And so we did all our own booking, except in Spain, where we had an agent that did it for us and they had to close because there wasn't enough work and they couldn't guarantee that the artists would get paid. And so we realized that there's a Switzerland and Australia were the last ones to have any, <laughs> have any funding left. And so maybe things are starting to pick back up, but it's also like when uh, our work all ended in Tucson, it's like we're constantly the machine is was constantly for 35 years you know like constantly looking for work constantly booking a year in advance and then when COVID hit and everything stopped that machine ground to a halt you could no longer book a year in advance you didn't know if there was going to be any work slowly the machine starts to <laughs> to grind up again when we were touring in europe we were constantly booking and then meeting people and then scheduling the next thing i mean it was like the machine on hyperspeed mm -hmm. where you when are you coming back? When are you coming back? And just getting that next airplane ticket and just keep going and go for eight weeks, you know, that takes a lot more planning to start that over, I think is a lot more challenging than what we're doing now. Well, I've really enjoyed Betsy's voice on our show today. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think we're out of time. I would have liked to ask you a lot more questions like, are you moving back to Tucson? 
<laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Our climate has changed. Yes. <laughs> That's just our wishful thinking. And just to mention, our audience can find out where Diane and Lisa will be while they're in Tucson on their website, dianeandlisa.com, and on Facebook at Diane and Lisa. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have. Diane and Lisa, it's so good to see you both again. And thank you, Bessie Smith, for your sound effects. And thanks to all of you for taking the time to talk with us today. We look forward to hearing you in person again around town. And thanks to our audience out there for joining us. And stay tuned because next up we have Jennifer Davis-Page with Boom Goddess Radio. Have a great rest of your Sunday and we'll see you next week.